Stop 3. Castle. This Norman castle dominates Ross Grey. It's been restored over the years and there's a great deal to see inside, from the castle itself, the wonderful Damer House and the castle garden. As you can see, the gate tower of the castle dominates the, the street. But again, I want you to bring your mind back. When we left St. Cronin's, we left it in the 12th century. Uh, around this time, of course, with the coming of the Anglo Normans into it, they, um, Ross Grey and Eli O'Carroll, which incidentally is the territory that we're in, Ela e Carul, because the O'Carrolls were the princes of this of this area here. But uh, Ross Grey, the same as this territory, was fortified by the Anglo Normans. And they came here in 1212. There's a lovely story told about them uh, coming when they came in 1212 to actually build their, their earthen castle. The, remember that the monastery of St. Cronin had become part of the Diocese of Killaloo and the Bishop of Killaloo was a little bit gingerly about his land and so on. And the Anglo-Normans decided to fortify the um, a castle, but they decided to fortify the castle on church land. He heard about it, came hot-footed from Killaloo and threatened to excommunicate all of them if they didn't get off his lands. The interesting thing about that, the head of the, of the Anglo-Normans in the area just this year was the Archbishop of London at the time. Anyway, they begged him to allow the castle to stand for peace and so on. He said, so long as I get compensation, he was eventually compensated. And then the stone castle was built here in twelve around 1280. Now, when you say around 1280, big buildings like this took a long time to build. So what they built was they built a state-of-the-art royal castle here in Ross Grey. Uh, when I say state-of-the-art, what you're looking at, you, the big building isn't the castle. That's part of it. That's the gate tower. The drawbridge came through there. Then it had a curtain wall running around with two, uh, with, with two towers, one on the west and one on the east. The building inside is Damer House is a much later building, uh, as you can un- understand. It was sort of re- uh, rebuilt over the centuries. It was handed over by the by the the king to the butlers. It became one of the chief butler castles, and it has a great uh, story. Now, I'm not going to tell you everything about the castle and about Damer House because we have a visitor centre here, which is open for most of the year, and I would encourage you to go in and listen and see the displays, and we'll tell you all of the story. But it is really a wonderful story. It's a multi-story, story, 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 I suppose you could call it. And I also want you to picture, throw your mind back to that 12th century when this castle was built, because the street wasn't here at all. But the little river that we'll hear more about now, we have this little river running through Roscree, which has three names. As it comes into town, it's it's the Monin, the little turf stream. As it goes through the town, it's the Mel. And then as it leaves the town on its way, to join the little Brosna, it becomes the Bonau. So small, small in size, but big in stature. But what you have to picture is that little river lapped the walls of the castle before it was channeled at the end of the 18th century. Now a small little river, but it, it covered most of Rosgrey at that particular time. Now we'll move on to stop four. With your back to the castle, turn right and take the first turn right by the little river that plays a big role in the growth of this town.